Previously on Roll Gay Roleplay. For this episode, you owe me a motherfucking ring. I do owe you a ring. Look, we've tried a lot of things so far, because right now, they don't work. My dear Loxif, one of these rings is missing, where's the other? Nope. Nope. <laughs> you try one, we'll try one, we'll see if we can figure it out. We were hoping to find something at Boobs and Dicks, but... Nothing that really helped us. Um, and so then I look at Hogum and I say, Hogum, if you could please lead the way to boobs and dicks. All right, let's be off. Something underneath the bed catches your eye. Uh, there's something inside this capsule, but again, there's a code on the front. There's 10 dials in a row. All of them have numbers in the, on them. So the six is being used too many times, though. So then that's not how it works. <sighs> Bitch, I don't know. I give up. I... I, uh, you know what? I'm on Facebook. <sighs> okay, okay. I got you. The numbers are in alphabetical order. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear a click as soon as you get it in the right order. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay real play D&D podcast. I am Chris the DM, and you can call me Lisa Loeb because I only hear what I want to. Who? <laughs> 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 but she is the person that Lisa Loeb is talking to, right? Anyway, I'm Tisha. I play Benny. Hi. And I'm an asshole. Hi. Oh, no, you're not. No, you're not. Um, hi, my name is Jonathan, and I play St. Eve of Laurent, and on Saturdays, I'm hungover because I drink too much on Fridays. Hi, I'm Mark, and I play Hogum, and I am not hungover. That's a shame. I feel like you'd be more fun drunk. You did have some vodka last night, didn't you? Yeah, just a little. Just a little. That's fair. Just a little nightcap. So... Uh we're, we're, our yeah. question today is... Yes, our question today was... Thankfully, uh, our Facebook group helped us out with questions today. Which one did we decide on? Hold on, sorry. Um, uh, our pet peeve. Our pet peeve. Yeah. Okay, so what is your greatest pet peeve? And by the way, thank you, Coral, for submitting that one, because it's a really yeah, good that one. Yeah, so, that was really good. I immediately like put a little love icon on that React, you know, because that was cute. Love this journey. All right, so Tisha, what's your pet peeve? Oh, um, my pet peeve is neediness and desire for validation, I guess, in other people. Shit, so you, you're going to hate me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, you're honest and open about yours, but okay. I, think, I think it's more of a... Um, for example, I was in, I lived in Brazil, right? And there were um, some people that I needed to rely upon, um, for example, for classes and stuff like that. And they would ask questions and, and they were being needy, but they weren't 
upfront about it. Like they wanted something from me, but they wouldn't tell me what it was. So, you know, if I'm like, if like, say Jonathan, you and I are hanging out and you're needy and you're feeling that. And if I'm like, Jonathan, what do you need? Yeah. Would you tell me? Yes. Okay. So when people don't tell you that, Oh shit. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Uh, oh, I got nothing. You. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need anything. And then they're like secretly like actually needing something. Yeah. Like that's my, that's my pet peeve in people like that kind of attention seeking neediness without being upfront about it. Cause I'm, I'm all for giving you what you need, giving you attention that you need. But if I don't know, and I'm asking you don't fucking go around in a circle. I, I'm not riding a bicycle. I feel like you are talking about some very specific people right now, and I'm living. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, a whole group of people. Like, Ooh. just so many people in my life. Say say their names right now. Um, say my name, say my name. Beep. Oh, just a- <laughs> and uh, also, beep. Yeah. Yeah. Those you. people. Um, <laughs> my pet peeve is when people take their knives and forks and scrape them <gasps> unnecessarily oh my on God. plates. The sound drives me crazy. Bitch, I feel that. Oh my God, yes. Okay. Like, you want to see a bitch go from like zero to 60 angry real quick? Yeah, that's how. Mm, bitch, yeah. Oh my God. Uh, speak, so mine is very similar to yours. And scraping of any cutlery pisses me off. But one that, like, really grinds my gears is when people eat with a fork. And as the fork leaves their le- uh, their, their lips, oh. they scrape it with their teeth. They, like, they make that little zing sound. Oh. I'm like, first of all, your enamel hates you, you know. And then B number two, like, how do you not, like, feel pain from that, you know? So that's They have a good dentist? Probably- I don't know. No, that literally kills me. Like, girlfriend, we didn't sign up for her. That sound. What about you, uh, Christopher? Mine is people that use their fucking phone in a movie theater. Knock it off. Um, wow. So I feel very attacked because I, I use care. my fucking phone. Knock it phone. off. I don't want to see your light. I want to watch <laughs> the movie. I don't want your light in front of me. And I'm a back row person. Like, I always go all the way to the back of the theater. <laughs> so, like, I see all the people. And if I see, like, a blue light pop up, I'm already annoyed because that's what I'm staring at. You don't need to be on your phone. It's a theater. Like, you know how often you're on your phone? Just take a beat. I don't know who you are. Enjoy and... the secret life of pets, too. I don't. <laughs> I don't appreciate you yelling. <laughs> who went to the movie to see that? Who went to the theaters to see we, that? We went to the theater on our anniversary Shut to see the secret up. life of pets. On your pets, too. We saw the first one. Yeah, the first one was our anniversary movie. That's I for like sure. animated movies. I won't lie. I just don't like the cell phone usage. Like, relax. It's the same thing with driving. Put it down. I was going to say that everyone's uh, pet peeve except for Tish's is like, (laughs) we're really, we're really petty. And then like, Tish is like, I don't like when people don't let me help them. (laughs) 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 Like, tell me what you need. (laughs) That's what I want to say. I want to like shake people and I don't want, I don't. I hear that. Yeah. I hear that. That's very fair. <laughs> All right, good pet peeves. Making posts is like weird, big, big book message. Oh. 
and oh oh my god i am the master of vague booking it's my favorite thing vague booking like that's a really oh good my... name for it yeah vague vague booking. Booking. It's, a, it's a thing it's a thing like you're like oh my god life is so horrible and you post that as your facebook status and then people oh. are like well, like i'm familiar what's going with on? the sound or not the sound the posting i just didn't know there was a name for it yeah, it's called vague booking. And then people are like, what's going on? What's happening? And they're like, I don't want to talk about it. Well, then, bitch, why did you post that message right, on Facebook? Right, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a very loud sound, but. I changed mine and I'm with Tisha now, 100%. Oh, bitch. No, uh-uh. See, I can't because that'd make me a hypocrite because I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> you do not vague book. <laughs> I I only vague book about other people. Uh, well, I mean that's fair. That's, that's fine, and that's fine. It's like gossiping, like without actually yeah. getting like. It's like cold tea is what you're giving people. Yeah. Cold tea, <laughs> cold yeah. tea. And as you uh, as you scratch the surface and scratch into it, uh, it gets warmer and warmer. Uh, I I definitely will say though that I am also not a fan of people who do that, like. Well, maybe next time. What? Maybe next time. What? Bitch? Right. What? What happened? You know. <laughs> um. Christopher. So thanks, uh, Coral, for the awesome question. Oh my god! And you're um, really awesome. And we're sorry if we've offended you. Because. So, all right, everybody. Coral <laughs> is my mother. Um. And she listens to this <laughs> and podcast. And she, Hi, Tisha's mom. Yeah. She mm-hmm. has heard me talk about sucking so much dick. Like... I think she doesn't. <laughs> you know what? I've had conversations <laughs> before. and I also can take two penises at the same time. Oh, oh my God. So you can't. I... Oh, my God. No, that's not possible. Maybe. No, <laughs> oh, I, I don't want to. I don't want to picture it. Maybe I do want to picture it. Actually, honey. I am picturing <laughs> it. It's kind of nice. Cool. All right. I'm weak. <laughs> Surprise, everybody. Okay. This is the Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Oh, <laughs> plot twist. <laughs> All we do is talk about anal fissures. Uh, wow. Um, Does anyone remember where we left off? Absolutely no idea. No, nah, uh-uh. Girlfriend, we don't know. Cool. So when we last left off, you were in Marie's bedroom. Benny had just cracked a code. Uh, with Hogum standing over his shoulder, start, whoops, sorry, with Hogum standing over her shoulder, and you have found the attunement ritual and the way the uh, teleportation ring works. However, Eve gave up a long time back and stopped paying attention, so Eve is currently <laughs> laying on Marie's oversized bed. Uh, on his stomach, feet kicking in the air, he's taking a quiz in Teen Rogue magazine. Oh my God, you're adorable. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's where we have, and and Benny has not told Eve that she has cracked this code. So that's where we're at. So you guys can I, I don't know what you're gonna do, Benny. It's up to you guys now. Right, because didn't I um, tell Hogum not to say anything? Because Hogum saw over my shoulder that I cracked the code. Right. And what's so Hogum and Benny know, Eve does not. What's inside the, the chest? So you have the attunement spell for the ring, the teleportation ring, and you have the understanding of how it works, whereas Eve has a ring and no idea what to do with it. 
Okay. All right. Hey, Eve. Um, I'm having a, a like, you know how there's a code on this this chest. Do you mind if I borrow your ring? Oh, it my dear help. Benny. Uh, uh, my dear Benny. Uh, and so I walk over um, to her and take off the ring seductively, and <laughs> and then place it in her hands. Here you go, Benedetta. I don't know how this ring is going to help you since it don't it doesn't even work. Okay, Benny gives the ring to Hogum, and then the spell to Hogum. So Hogum, now you have the ring and the spell, uh, and the spell. So I uh, I do have this item created in D and D Beyond. So whoever has it, you can find it. And it explains how the spell works. And it's, it's basically the teleport spell. Uh, like, the accuracy of the teleport spell is very similar. I've made it a little bit harder because I felt like it. But so in D&D Beyond, it's called Sacrificial Ring of Teleportation. Sacrificial? Yeah, because you had to sacrifice an object to create it. Like, it sacrifices a religious object to create the ring. And it's a gold ring with oh. a marquee cut purple stone that emits a slight glow. Look at her getting all details. I actually spent a lot of time on this one. I'm, this, is a, this is a good uh, magic item. And I promise I will put it on Twitter because I've been asked to put the items that I've uh, created on Twitter and I have not. So, but I will. I promise. Way to slack. If I haven't already. <laughs> so Hokum has a ring and uh, Marie comes into her bedroom. She's like, hey, guys. How's it going in here? I see you're comfortable in my bed. Isn't it great? It's so big and comfy. Oh, hi, Marie. Um, yeah, it's it's amazing and and awesome. It's so much room, right? So, you find anything interesting? Or? Yeah, we found this chest. Oh, you know, I don't ever look under the bed. Probably should dust there a little bit more often. Well, you did it for you, and I'll I'll definitely clean out from under your bed for you. Um, oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. I'm going to get back down. I mean, you guys done in here? Can I shut it? Or are you guys spending some time up here? I mean, if you need anything, I got some boobs and dicks downstairs. Some baskets, some buckets, whatever you need. I could use a bucket. Of course. You know, I got a bucket for you, girl. Oh, thanks, Marie. And she, uh, I'm going to also walk downstairs. All right. So the four of you walk downstairs. Is that what's happening? Isn't Hogan sacrificing the lamb right now or something? He doesn't have to sacrifice anything. Isn't the ring already made so he doesn't have to sacrifice? Or does he have to sacrifice to... The ring is made. There's just an attunement spell. So basically, Hogan, when you have a chance to, it takes, I think I said it takes about an hour. Uh, You have to basically sit with this ring and attune it to yourself. And once that happens, you're the only one that's going to be able to use this ring. Oh, I'm reading that. Like, first I had to find it. Now I'm reading it. Awesome, Hogan. yeah. So oh, wait. Uh, requires attunement by a short rest. It's a short rest, actually, so it would be four hours. I'm so mad right now because we gave the ring to probably the person who overthinks the most. The interesting thing about attunement, though, is that attunement lasts until someone else attunes to it. Okay. So if, if it comes into Eve's possession and then Eve learns the attunement, then Eve could take it from Hogan. But until then, like right now, that ring is still... Agador's or Flint's? I forget whose it actually was. Mm-hmm. Probably Agador's. It Flint was Ag- too dumb. It was Agador's. Yeah. 
So right now it's still attuned to Agador. So you're not going to be able to do anything with it right now. You'd have to spend a full four hours waiting for that. And I can't imagine Marie's going to be cool with that in her room. In fact, I'm telling you, she's not going to be cool with that in her room. <laughs> okay. So we should go somewhere. So you guys head downstairs into Boobs and Dicks. And uh, Marie grabs a bucket and she goes, all right, here you go, girl. Tell you what, this one's on the house. Business is so good right now. Go ahead and take the bucket. Basket or bucket? Which one did you want? Um, I think a bucket is more useful because it's you you can carry not only dry goods in it, but also wet goods. I'm all for wet goods. Absolutely. Here's a bucket. Thank you. <laughs> uh, was there a was that a sex joke somewhere? I don't know. I have no idea. It was just uh, it was just the truth. It was facts. Yes. It was appropriate. It was She's all for wet goods. Uh, all right. So if there's if there's nothing else, you are free to leave boobs and dicks, or you can interact with Maria as you please. I would love to begin our journey um, to the queens. Perfect. You leave boobs and dicks. Marie gives. Bye, guys. See you later. Bye, girl. Um. Bye, Marie. Bye, Marie. Bye, Marie. You leave boobs and dicks, walk past the market, go back towards the middle of town, and you cross uh, Anamik's magic boutique, and she sees you guys walking. She waves from her porch, and she says, All right, anything else before I go? I'm going to continue my journey while you continue yours. Uh, can I get another cookie? Yes, go ahead. Get another cookie in there. Go ahead. Yeah... So Hokum runs in, gets a cookie, runs back out. And she says... And I... Okay. What's it? Sorry. Go ahead. No, if you're going to do something else, go ahead. I was going to say, well, I really don't have interest in Anamik, so I'm just going to start walking. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, she says, don't worry. This will not be the last time I see you. Okay, bye. That's fine. Asshole. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> this is uh, not be the last time I see you, I'm sure. So... Uh, keep eye out for the uh, house. It'll appear. Uh, hey, little girl, smile on your face. You're hey, pretty. Thank when you. you. Aw. Hey, I did want to have a couple conversations with you, possibly, um, if you're free. Yes, of course. What would you like to talk about? Come on up on my deck. Okay. Anamik, I got, I got a quick question. Do you have a speaking stone set that we can, like, contact you with? Hmm. Speaking stone don't always work in boutique. I do have set though. I ha I think I have one in 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 the back. I, if you want extra set, I have one. Well, I'll sell it to you. Can it? Can we talk to you with it? Mm, probably not me. If I'm out in the space or in California or in wherever I decide to go, mm, it doesn't always work in different worlds. But uh, I can give you set. You can have two. You can give one to someone else. Nah. Okay, that's fine. I have it next time when you need it, okay? A little girl, what do you want to talk about? So, you've kind of been around for a while, right? <laughs> a long time, yes. Well, I, I, I guess I just thought that you, your views on religion were kind, were kind of interesting. Um, and I kind of wanted to know more of... of what your experience is with everything. Cause obviously I'm a devoted member of the church of Yonsei. Only. 
only Yonsei? Hmm. I mean, Yonsei is the true god, right? I mean, she's no. the only one that... No. That is she... Um... There's a lot of gods, and a lot of them are blessings. A lot of them are curses, too. There's, it's very different. But to stand with one and not the other, it doesn't... Do you truly think Yonsei created everything? Everything from one, one god, one Yonsei. Um. Yonsei is nothing without Michelle. Michelle is nothing without Kelly. Kelly is nothing without Yonsei. That's how it works. Oh, oh goodness. That's blasphemous. Oh, my gosh. Uh, thanks. Oh. Thank God you've walked away. It's accurate. Um, okay. Think about it. Well, I'm going to walk... Would Yonsei walk... be anywhere without them? I'm no. going to walk away now. Okay. I, I, you know, I really appreciate you, Anamik, and... Um, uh, you know, I appreciate you as a human being, and I hope that I get to see you again. And I, I really like your eyes. Okay, bye. You're sweet. Don't always believe what one person tells you, little girl. Remember that. Oh. But I oh, will goodness. see you all again soon. Even you walking away, already gone. Okay, fuck you. That's fine. Anamik, how much are the speaking stones? Oh, shit. I don't have the DM guide pulled up. Maybe I don't know that. Hold on. <laughs> uh... I don't know. what Make me offer. What do you have? You have something in your bag I can take from you? Um, ten gold? Okay, this is fair. Ten gold speaking stones. That's fine. You, uh, you can take ten gold out of your inventory and you can add a set of speaking stones. Okay. Gotta figure out how to do this. I'm almost regretting this. I don't know if you're going to give it to. Uh, yeah, so you Keep got that. in my back pocket. Cool. That's great. You uh, and Anamik goes, okay, thank you, and get off the deck. We're going to take off now, so uh, hold on one second. And Anamik opens her door, runs inside, leaves the door open, and she comes back out with her blue scarf on and walks up to the front of the deck. And door's still open. She starts walking backwards in a stomping catwalk, and she goes, Madam Cookie, Madam Cookie, Madam Cookie. Oh, like Miss Vanjie, bitch. Okay. I don't see speaking stones anywhere. Oh. I'm, I'm sure they're somewhere. There's no way I'm going to create them. They, there's the, they're in there. I'll find them for you later. Uh, and she shuts her door. And as the boutique fades out of existence, the owl appears in the window. And it cocks its head and winks Cock. at you. And the boutique disappears. Oh, was that the owl that we got from... We never got friends with the owl? No, you God never took the owl it. anywhere. Damn it. Y'all left him in that boutique. Oh, fuck. You, you just shaded all of us right now, Chris, and I'm not happy with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, am not, I am not pleased. I don't think anything beats the shade from when you left that dude at Sinon when you tied him to a tree and then forgot you did anything with him. Oh. Oh, shit. Wait, is he still there? No. <laughs> well, I guess you don't know what he is. Maybe. Uh, he's, he'd be dead by now. It's only been a few. Oh, someone yeah, probably let him out. Poor guy. Poor fella. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, where are we going? Because I've stopped because the house is gone, and I'm looking around at Benny and Hogan. You've, uh, you're going to be heading north on the... have gave you a map. And you're going to start walking towards, uh, you walk past the guild, past the tavern, past the churches, 
make your way to the uh, raven statue, and you notice that there is a smoldering pile of wood and ash to your left. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and Loxif runs up, and he, he says, Oh, glad I caught you guys before you left. Uh, I wanted to let you know I heard back from the towns. Um, these three, at least. And he grabs your map, Benny. I think Benny has it. And circles three towns. And he says... I've confirmed these three towns did see the caravan that had Flint and Agador, so I know they made it this far. So between this one and the council, that's where we haven't seen them. So be on the lookout there, but go ahead and do the whole route just in case, okay? Okay. Okay, So you have to explain this map. So I will put the map on Twitter or Instagram if we have an Instagram or Facebook, whatever. I'll, oh, shit. I will share oh, it with social shit. media. Shit, I was supposed to make the Instagram. I, was, I thought I was supposed to make the Instagram. It was 100% Tisha. Was 100% Tisha. So I'm doing it. I'm doing there it. There hasn't been enough shade in this episode yet. Christopher, I was like, why are you being it. so fucking shady? God damn. I, I don't didn't f- mean to be shady with that <laughs> one. I said Instagram because I thought we were going to do it. Some shade. <laughs> like, I feel assaulted. Uh, yeah, that's totally going to change the rest of the episode. All right, let's... So, uh, I don't remember what I was going to say now. Well, okay, so this map, because yeah. I've seen another version of it, which is probably your version, and it had, like, other stuff on it, like numbers? Yeah, that's my version. So are we starting at the south and heading north? Yes, you're heading. you're starting at the yellow part of the map. Okay. All right, so there's the three circles in which are sequentially north, which they have confirmed. They've um, confirmed sightings of the caravan that they have stopped and in those the towns. The very last one after the mountain range is where. That's where the, the council is. Queens are okay. Yes, you guys now are free to leave the town, unless you have anything else you want to do here. And if you do, you got to tell me now. I'm good. I got a bucket. Um, right? Benny has a bucket. And... You have a bucket. And I have a set of speaking stones, right? Like, yes. Yeah. Two of them. It's one set, right? One set. Correct. Okay. Okay. Yes. And now you have a ring. And we'll see what Which happens. Which I have to attune right. to use. And uh, the fir- to get to the first town, the first circle on the map there, uh, you're going to be taking a few days to get there. It's quite a distance. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let you guys walk for a little bit. It's a gorgeous uh, walk, though. Very scenic. A lot of prairies, trees, gorgeous mm-hmm. skies. The weather's getting a little bit chilly now, but still tolerable with the armor that most of you have on. I know Eve, yours is very revealing, so... You're probably a little cold, but I can't imagine you're going to change your armor. Uh, no, my armor is not revealing. My vestments of Yancey are revealing. Oh. No, okay. my armor is armor. Got you. I imagined you in just like the most female of armor that covers nothing. I don't no, know no, 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 no. I, I actually wear, yeah, I actually wear like a full ass night suit. Awesome. Uh, male. So you are walking. You've made a good uh, distance from the town now. Night is beginning to fall. You're going to have to start to set up camp. You find a good area to just off the trail. Okay. But so about can how I... many squares above oh where we started off are we? Third square up. So two above the yellow. Okay. 
So like halfway. Yeah, halfway. Between the halfway and a third. Yeah. I mean, I'm not tracking your steps. I don't have a Fitbit on you guys. But as you guys are uh, trying to find a spot to, uh, to camp out for the night, I need everyone to give me a perception check. Yes, perceive, bitch, perceive. Our first okay. roll in the episode at minute 30. Oh, shade. Shade yourself. It is me. That's me. That was a really cute sound, whatever that was. Oh, oh sorry. It was like a, I don't know, kind of a strawberry. I got a oh, 10. Oh, yes. I got uh, 18. 12. Okay. So Benny and Hogum notice that there is a sign. Actually, I think you all can read the sign. Yeah, all of you see the sign. And it's, it's a sign that says, free booty. And it points off to the west. Northeast, southwest. Yes, it points off to the west. And you realize that the R in free is spelled, it's backwards. Oh, oh, that's cute. So it's probably written by a child. <laughs> what do you do with this? I do declare that this must be a trap. And we should not go that way, in that direction. Hogum and Benedetta. I, I'm trying to picture a backwards R. Like in corn. Yeah. Brand. Okay. All right. Um, or Russian. Doesn't Russian have a backwards R? Yeah. Did y'all hear what I said, though? You said it's a trap. Okay, just making sure. I was like, I thought I cut out. Okay. Um, yeah, um, Eve, you're, you're most likely right. I believe that probably about 80%. Um, so what do we do? I do declare that since this is obviously a trap, we must go not in that direction. So, you, so uh, do you guys think it's like pirates or like? What kind of booty do you think it is? Like I honestly believe, Hogum, Hogum, I honestly believe that it is not worthy of our time to ponder what kind of booty um, this trap is. And so we just, we should just proceed uh, carefree of uh, this, this, this obvious trap. You, uh, you guys start to walk away from it and you hear from, from the West it's not a trap. It's free booty. You should come this way. <laughs> I'm so mad right now. Okay. It's a fucking pirate. Okay. Uh, so please. Uh, <laughs> um, so please reveal yourself uh, at this moment. I told you we shouldn't have talked. Uh, and so two, two of the bandits, very similar to the ones you've seen before, but you don't recognize them as the same two, come out. And one says, look, that's a dumb trap. It was dumb. I get it. But here's the deal. You took something from our, from our captain, and we need it back. So I need the compass. I need our loot. And while you're at it, I'll take everything you have. And if I don't get it, I'm going to release our monster on you. Okay, well, just do it already. Kick that shit ass. Uh, no. So, my dear sir, no, sir, we are not releasing any of the goods that we 
acquired from your, and then I'm going to do air quotes, captain. Uh, so what you can do, sir, is turn around from whence you came, and I will pretend that you did not assault my visage with your ugly face. And so I continue uh, walking. Can you just remind me what we took specifically? He just said... <laughs> I need the compass back. My captain needs the compass. What did this compass look like? You know what you took. Don't lie. Give me the compass or release it. Why are you walking away? And you hear the other one go, Yeah, our, we need our compass. Damn it. (sighs) If you don't talk right, you can't talk. Okay, so who legit has this compass? Because I don't remember. Benny has oh. it. Did you not listen to the episode? Yeah, I know. I don't. No, he didn't. Oh, okay. So, yes, uh, Benny has the compass. Hogan, can you do, like, a, a deception and, like, try and tell them that, like, the compass that we, that they think that we have is not the same one? Yeah. Yo, gentlemen, I think you have us confused with someone else. So- Oh, so there's uh, another half-orc, another high-elf, and another uh, human walking around with a compass. Uh, my bunny is not a human. Chuck yourself. That looks human, but without hair. Uh, uh, Hogum and, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Theodore and Eliza, it, it would be in our best interest to... Let's just, let's leave these two uh, friends to uh, trap the actual people, the, the, uh, the actual culprits, the ones who actually stole from them. Uh, we have a really big dinner to attend to, and we are running late. All right, so Benny's going to roll for deception, and she's going to say, oh, hey, I know. Um, I met those guys, um, and we did take the bag, but then somebody else took it off of us, um, and oh, they okay, went into so the mountains. Uh, yeah, right. that was an unfortunate event. It sucked a lot because they also stole a bottle of wine from us. And um, you know what? Actually, the bottle of wine wasn't that big of a deal because we didn't really need it, but it would have been cool. Yeah, no, It was a pretty good bottle. It was a good bottle of wine, uh, but I'm sure I would have drank it that night instead of saving it. So it's not that big of a deal that they took it because I wouldn't have appreciated it. I feel like it would have been better for us to pretend like we didn't have it because now they're going to make us go find it. I, I was going to call it. Yeah, there's just some inconsistencies here. So wait, are you the ones that took it or are you not? Eliza? Okay, so here's the thing. Is that my guys, these guys here, like they didn't see me take it, um, but I did. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I trust you. I know. I kept it a secret from you. But um, here's the thing is that it was then taken from me. So if you want it, you got to go way back to, oh, God, let me look at my nose. What's the name of that town we were in when we got the wine? (laughs) Oh, uh, Rasmussen. Ras? So um, it was taken from us in Rasmussen. Um, That may even be wrong, shit. Uh, I think it's <laughs> wrong, but it's a scene. Can you please, I need you to say Rasmussen the same exact way every single time. Rasmussen! Rasmussen! Rasmussen. Um, 
So, like, there's some bandits in Rashmussen, um, and they they took it from me. Like, I I I started smoking some of those dank memes and uh, wasn't paying attention, and the the dank compass memes. the compass got taken from me. I cannot go back empty-handed. I'll let you roll deception. Go ahead and roll deception first. Plus 10. Um, (laughs) Why even roll? Deception. Um, Yeah, I do have a plus 10. Holy shit, plus 10 on deception. I'm going to start lying (laughs) a lot more, guys. Uh, (laughs) How is Benny so untouchable to everything? I rolled an 18, so 28 to deception. (laughs) They ain't doing nothing. So he believes you. He believes you that you don't have it. Cool. Mm -hmm. And he goes... Look, I can't go back empty-handed, so give me what you have. I'm going to go back to my captain with it, and then we'll figure out what to do next. So. Um, tell you what. Let me see um, what I have to give you so you can take back to your captain that will be, you know, cool. Um, what exactly are you looking for? What does your captain need? How about I take all your weapons and all your gold? Huh, that's That'll pretty interesting. Um... I don't think... How about you get a real job? I don't think that This is my job. I don't think that that is going to be beneficial for all of us. So let's figure out something <laughs> that... a teddy bear for you. That's beneficial oh. for all of us. I got some string, you know? I mean, if you're into, <laughs> like... I got some string, too. <laughs> I mean, if you're into shibari, like, I can help you out with that. The weapons? Um, the weapons? The gold, and I definitely want that teddy bear. You want the teddy bear, you want all of our weapons and the gold. Um, how about this? Let's make let's let's be like real businessmen. Cause I always wanted to be a business businessman. I was a uh, you know, a bounty hunter for a long time, so I have I have a certain set of skills. Um <laughs> I will find you and I will kill you. <laughs> I mean, a new set of skills. I won't lie. Can we just kill them? N- n- no, we're trying to we're avoid trying this. We're trying to avoid we, the Not everything fight. has to be bloodshed. Not everything has to be bloodshed. It'd just be so much easier. I'll give you um, a bag of 1,000 ball bearings. And the, uh, the, uh, the pirate standing next to him pulls out his crossbow and points it at you, Benny. Mm-hmm. You're the one talking mm-hmm. and says, give us your stuff now. All right. So Benny has her bag of ball bearings pulled out. <clears throat> and as uh-huh. he says that, she throws them at the guys, like towards their feet. At their feet? Like so towards they can their trip, feet, yeah. Like in a cartoon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Are we going to make a run for it? <laughs> I mean, we're going to fight Didn't we them. just make camp, though? Like We just made camp. We're going to fight these bitches. Oh, shit, we did? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, here we go. So, Can I... They can't move without disadvantage, by the way. I mean, as a DM, you can fair. make the no, choice. But I threw that's right where I was going back to. 1,000 ball bearings <laughs> at their feet. <laughs> yeah, that's precisely what I was going to do. I was going to make it a hard environment, which doesn't help you with a crossbow, but it, it does not help them with moving. 
Um, okay. <laughs> so, Everybody I think ball bearings have been thrown. A crossbow has been had. Everybody throw initiative. Or everybody roll initiative. Okay. Uh, you're going to hear me roll quite a bit. I got a 12. I got a 12 plus... One. Three. So, 13, actually. I got 15. I actually... 12. I have actually a 12. Oh, my gosh. Wait. I have a pen. Wait. That does not work. Okay, so Hogum 13, Benny 15, Eve 12. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pirate 1, 3. So, what's his ball sack? Cool. Benny, you're up first. So this what? Will be 107 I got a 15. Yeah. Yeah, my Get rolls them, were six, sis. seven, three, nine, eleven. Get them. But didn't didn't uh, Eve roll higher than me? No, I rolled a twelve. Ah, oh, nice. Okay. Um, so we set up camp. We're in the woods. You are. Okay. Benny's gonna jump up. Um, I'm sure a tree. So I got a 30 foot movement. Yes. So probably tree. 10 foot up a tree. Okay. I can go with that. Okay. Um, and she is going to shoot the guy with a crossbow with her crossbow. <clears throat> oh, okay. <laughs> Moiter him. All right. Um, crossbow. All right. To attack. Where did my D20 go? Oh, oh no. Oh no, I lost. All right, hold on. Okay, I found my D20. I'm going to hit with the crossbow. Um, Does a 17 hit? It does. Okay, so I got to roll damage. 1D8 plus 3. D12. D10. There we go. All right. I got a 11 for that one, but then I also get those bonuses. He hasn't attacked yeah. yet. Go ahead and roll your, uh, is it 3d6? Um, I'm trying to find it again. It's been a while since we played. I don't remember. Sneak attack. It has been. All right. Yeah. 3d6. You're right. All right, so 11 plus 2, 13 plus 1, 14 plus 6, 20 damage. Where do you want that arrow to kill him? Oh, gosh, I killed him with one hit. One hit. Um, Damn. I would say it. Do I be gruesome? Yeah, I do. Um, It slices his um it doesn't even stick in him it slices right on his neck um just like nicking that carotid carotid artery but not nicking but just like it sprays and it sprays the dude beside him like right in the face like just all of his blood out at once that is sickening Mm -hmm. very nice I'm yeah, like very, very, anime, very Quentin Tarantino style, like. Whoosh. Oh yes, that's very yes. Good. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh huh. Sin City. Like, uh, Sin um, City. There we yeah. go. That's what it was. The uh, yeah. Next to the the now blood covered man mm-hmm. says, uh, "Oh shit, guys, release it, release it." And you feel okay. the ground start to shake. <laughs> I do declare. <laughs> and Hogum, you're up. Okay, so Hogum is going to reach into his bag of tricks. Ooh. Very nice. Okay. So All right. For this. Roll that uh, D8 and tell me reach what uh, bag little of animals dicks. coming out. Last time you got, a, I think, a giant wolf. Love this journey for you. Be a dire wolf. <laughs> okay, so I rolled an eight, which is a giant elk. Oh, a Patronus! <laughs> I'm here, expecto Patronum. So you have a, okay, giant elk. A giant elk appears. Okay, so I gotta look up the elk. Okay. You would think that if you okay, never mind. Giant elk. So it's got an. AC of 14, hit points is 42, speed is 60 feet. Yes, come on, tank. The majestic giant elk is rare to the point that its appearance is often taken as a foreshadowing of an important event, such as the birth of a king. Do we need to hear that? Legends tell the gods that take the form of a giant elk when visiting the material plane. Many cultures, therefore, believe to hunt these creatures is to invite divine wrath. So use the elk to intimidate them. All right, you have a giant elk. Uh, I think we have, to, we have to put that into the order somewhere. Uh, I'm trying to think if that goes immediately after you, or it starts its round, or we have to roll initiative for it. Initiative. Is INT initiative? No, that's Seven. intelligence. No, that's intelligence. Oh, my bad. Uh, I guess I have to roll for it. All right, so roll me initiative for... I mean, just don't roll a three and you still beat them. Seven. Okay, so that kind of puts you at the bottom of this. Cool. Roll your elk. All right, Hogum, you have thrown your elk out onto the playing field. He is now out front. Anything else you want to do? Uh, well... We don't see whatever this thing is yet, right? Correct. Oh, damn. Um, you guys are too dangerous. I have to make fights harder. Hoga, can you please attack? <laughs> attack what? <laughs> the other person. There is the one dude? more uh, bandit dude there. Cool. Okay, so... I guess I will do a... <laughs> I have never wanted to hurt you so much in my entire life. <laughs> I'll do a magic missile. All right. Roll for damage. Oh, wait, hold then. on. No, 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 no. I didn't want to do that. I okay. want to do a firebolt. Because fire that's a cantrip. <laughs> All right. Firebolt it is. I think firebolt automatically hits. 2d10. Oh, no way. Hold on. Is there a attack on that? What does that mean? I'm looking it up. Oh, my God. Because I know magic missile automatically hits. Like, you don't have to roll to attack. But Firebolt, I feel like you have to roll to attack. But maybe not. It's 2D, that's a lot of damage, 2d10. Uh, so you do have to roll to hit. Oh, okay. So roll attack. D20 add 4, because that's what your Firebolt is. 15 plus 4 is 19. 
Yeah, go ahead and roll damage. You're going to hit this guy. Fuck him up. So a 10. You might burn the shit out of him, too. Dice is that. 10. This one got a 10 on it. It'll have a zero on it, babe. Oh, okay, got it. Uh, I, I got to roll any dice. And then I got to roll it again? Yes. Yeah. Give me this damage. Yes, I'm here for that nine. Yes, queen. And then a one. Actually, I'm going to use this time to go pee again. All right. You have more than enough time. So I got 10 <laughs> damage out of that. Ten. Wait, 10 plus four? No, 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 no. You rolled a nine and a one? Yeah. 10 damage. You d- 10 damage. Okay. Okay. So he's not dead, but he is lit ablaze. I don't believe Firebolt actually causes any extra I don't damage. Think it, I don't think it causes, like, emulation or anything, no. No, so you hit him and you... Perfect. And Eve, now you're up, and you still just have one dude sitting there that just got hit real hard. Well, and do I still hear the rumbling? Yeah, you still hear a rumbling. Okay, now... N- the next thing is that he said, hey, guys, release the monster. So there are more of them hiding, right? That's a good assumption. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything that I can roll to figure out where they are? Yeah. Uh, let's do investigate for me. Okay. Mm, 19. Whew. Yeah. Uh, you can tell there is... So from where the blood-covered pirate who just got hit by a firebolt is standing, you can tell the big noise is coming from right behind him. Okay, the big noise is coming from right behind him. you can hear some shuffling in the bushes on either side of that rumbling. Oh, okay. Okay, so there's... So you believe there's three. There's three, there's three more? Three more enemies on top of this dude. On top of this dude. Okay, so two more pirates and a bad guy. Is there... Um, okay, you know what? It's going to come anyway. So I tell them, uh, Hogum and Benedetta... Uh, I'm sorry, Theodore and Eliza. Uh, there is a... Uh, Isn't one of them dead? There, honey, there are two more on top of uh, the, the one that's already there. You're Theodore. Wait, there's three of them? Girl. <clears throat> <laughs> I thought there was two. <laughs> There was two in front, <laughs> and one's dead, and one is still alive, and now you've got three more enemies coming your way, and huh. you can't see them. Did you? Okay. So I'm, I'm going to tell you. You're a little tipsy. You're a little tipsy? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. If you're a little drunk, then I am going to stop giving you so much shit. My you bad. had one white claw. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm going to alert Theodore and Eliza that... Um, there are two more, and they're coming from that bush. So I'm going to step, since I am the meatiest, I'm going to step in front of Hogan so that whenever a uh, little Miss Thing comes out of the bushes, it'll probably attack me first. I'm going to cast Shield of Faith at level one on myself. That's a good move. All right. Uh, Shield of Faith at level one on myself. And then I'm going to use my bonus action to throw a javelin at Miss Thing that's covered in blood and burning. At the thing in the like that you can't see, or the one that's in no, front no, of no, the one that's in front of me. Cool. Go ahead and uh, roll that attack for me then. Uh, can I ask him though? Like, sir, you don't have to do this. 
I can't go back without anything. I would die. Is your death worth it? I will it? die by my captain's hands, and you just killed his son. I cannot go back with nothing. Ah, you could just desert everything right now. There's a whole ass town right behind us uh, that you could begin a life anew and maybe pick up some honest work, sir, because clearly thievery and banditry is not your forte. Are you trying to persuade him to stop fighting? Or are you trying to persuade him. him to run away? To run away, to go. <laughs> Roll persuasion. Shit on my, oh, wait, no, my persuasion's really high. Um, um, I'm in on this. Roll persuasion. 17. Uh, and his constitution is 12, so he, uh, he goes, All right, I'll run, but I can't say anything for what's behind me. Good luck. And he begins uh, to run off, and I have to, uh, See if he falls on these fucking uh, ball bearings, though. <laughs> Which I'm assuming ball bearings would be a dexterity saving throw. Pro- yeah. So that, he that begins to run right. away and falls <laughs> flat on his ass. <laughs> That's okay. He can just get up and, and keep going. <laughs> just keep so on going. He's knocked prone. Oh, no. Uh, okay. What I'm going to do is, since he's trying to desert, and I feel like, uh, I feel like uh, if that thing comes out, it's going to attack him too. Good. No, we don't want him to die. <laughs> he's trying to start his life new. He just, you know, he got the come up. The come up is coming. Um, can I cast something on him? No, I can't. Okay. Can you okay, you know, I'll just a spell on your turn though, right? So you get like one spell, one movement, one attack. Yeah, I, I can't do anything. Uh, so I'm going to yell. I'm going to hold my shield up, shield up, so that gives me extra bonuses, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to uh, yell at the monster to come and attack me, you brute. And that's how I'm going to end my turn. Attack me. Can I taunt it? I'm taunting it. All right, I like that. Your mother is a trollop. So from the uh, from the foresty bushes behind, another bandit appears and drops to a knee and pulls out his crossbow, and he aims it at you, Eve. With my shield up and shield of faith, yeah, he's he's not touching shit. So I'm guessing I have disadvantage on an attack roll because of the shield. Yes. Cool. <laughs> I mean, there's no need to roll again. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, eight to hit? Uh, yeah, my armor is 21 right now. Cool. So he uh, <laughs> shoots an arrow, bounces right off your shield. Yay. Uh, sir, you also don't have to do this. And so that's all I'm going to say. And he ducks back into the bushes and hides. And so I'm going to roll stealth for him which stealth is dexterity. We have a little dexterity as a bandit. We got a little bit. We got a little bit. Okay, so like he he ducks in, but like you can see where his knee and his arm is. So he's in a bush, but you clearly know where he's at. Oh, okay. 
Um, cool, idiot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so next up is our guy on the ground. He's going to stand up. Actually, I'm not going to have him stand up. I'm going to have him start crawling away. Okay. Because if I have him stand up, he's just going to fall again. <laughs> the way I'm rolling. How many bandits were there? Car- 17. There's 142 <laughs> bandits. 9,242 bandits. All the bandits. He, uh, Actually, Eva's, Eva's a bandit. I thought there was just two. Oh! <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna Welcome say. Welcome um, to roll, game, okay. role play. <laughs> um, Mark, so there's one bandit that's dead, and then there's one bandit that I persuaded to uh, frolic away. Mm-hmm. Then there are two more bandits that have released the kraken from the cage. Perfect. But how can we see these bandits without Did seeing you? this kraken? I wish yet? Don't that see you anything yet. I was gonna say I really do wish that you like paid attention to how well I play. So. <laughs> Um, I rolled a check for investigation, and I rolled high enough that Chris told me that I sensed that there were two more bandits hiding in a bush. Okay. If you didn't already have inspiration, Jonathan, I'd give it to you. Oh, I already have inspiration? Oh, okay. Yeah, from solving the uh, Mayak puzzle so quickly. Oh, right, right, right. right. (laughs) Because I'm a what? Bitch. I'm amazing. Uh, this is hard. That was, that was so good. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, um, so my bo- um, our, our, our boy starts crawling away. Yeah. And he's at least out of battle area. Oh, thank goodness. I didn't want to get attacked by the monster. So he is just moved on, not attacking. You've convinced him to do otherwise. And now you see another bandit pop out from the bushes. Please attack me. Hit he me, drops daddy. to a knee. <laughs> Pulls out his crossbow. And Eve, going for you with disadvantage. <laughs> Ooh, maybe today, though. So the first one is 19 to hit. And my armor is 21. How? What? I have shield of faith. Oh, god damn it. What was the other <laughs> one anyway? Just to see what would happen. Worse. Cool. <laughs> You have 21. I have to roll an 18 to hit you. Yeah, you mortal. (laughs) Cool. What does that leave me? Like a 15% chance to hit you? (laughs) These bandits suck. Uh Well, I mean, they're little... What's what's going on next? Sorry. uh, No, arrow, arrow, shot, shield, blocks. Bandit tries to hide. Let's see if he has (laughs) some, some dexterity. He tries to hide, and it turns into... Hey, you know what? He's back in the bushes. You cannot tell where this man is at. All right. And now it is the elk's turn. Oh, fly true. So where's this uh, thing that they released? Y'all still can't see it. It was like last in order. It rolled a three. No, it rolled a six. The pirate that's dead rolled a three. I had some real Mark, shit rolls today, guys. Mark, does your elk have any mystical powers? Uh, its action is rams or hooves. Oh, okay. Well, Same. or can charge. I don't feel, uh, Ma, uh, Hogum, I do not feel comfortable sending your delightful, majestic, uh, God, God creation, uh, into the bush with a monster that we do not quite know of. Uh, so please don't send it in by itself until it reveals itself, the, the monster. 
there is a guy in the bushes that you can tell where he's at if you want to charge him. But there is difficult ground underneath you because of the ball bearings. How far away is so he? So the elk's not going to have its... Probably about 20 feet from the elk. Oh. So if the elk has a 40-foot range, is that what you said? Uh, 60 feet speed. Holy shit. Damn. Okay, so difficult <laughs> terrain is like two and one. So like it, instead of walking 10, you walk five. So it can actually walk through this, no problem, and get to him. 60 feet. Shit. I mean, I guess it's an elk. I can't run as fast as an elk. Maybe I can. And then the charge is if the elk moves at least 20 feet straight forward at a target. Or no, towards a target and then hits with a ram attack on the same turn, the target takes an extra 7 2d6 damage. An extra 2d6 damage. Got it. Okay, so are you charging this dude? Yeah, let's do a ram. All right. Roll for attack then. Otherwise, this ram's going to hit a tree. 16. Yeah, that hits. Go ahead and roll me some damage. Okay, so... I didn't realize the ram was so badass. Or a deer. Uh, six elk. to hit. Reach 10 feet. One target hit 11. 2d6 plus 4. Bludgeoning damage. I don't understand this. So what you roll... You rammed him, right? Yeah. So the Majestic Elk has a rare charge. If an elk moves at least 20 feet towards a target and then hits it with a ram attack on the same turn, the target takes an additional seven or 2d6 damage. So what you're going to roll is 2d6 plus 4, which is the ram attack. And then you're going to roll a an six. Ad- it's a six-sided dice. It's a cube. Yeah, I know. I don't have that one. I tossed you my entire bag, so there's one of them in there at least. Well, the bag that I took out didn't have one. Well, that's not good. The cat got a die again. My cats love my die. Love them so much, they disappear. I got a six. All right, now roll it again. A three. So that's nine plus four is 13. Now you get an additional 2d6 damage because you charged. Four. And another four. 13 plus eight, 21 damage. So this elk charges at a bandit, mm-hmm. puts his uh, antlers down, and comes back up with a bandit full of holes still oh. on his antlers. Oh, he impaled him. Oh, in, in many ways, in a lot of places, and none of the good ones. So he's dead. Oh, yeah. Oh. Very dead. Hogum. You have Hogum. two... Po- oh, man. That elk is a bitch, man. <laughs> Whoa. Hogum. I didn't realize what I did with an elk. Okay. Elk is good, man. Good job. Um, also, I, I'm loving that you're finally embracing your, your evil side, Hogum. This is great. Hogum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the elk's turn. The elk is now just, and the elk looks back at Hogum, and the body's arms just kind of dangle. Hogum gives the elk a big thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) 
and Eve is appalled. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a like a marionette on top of this elk now. Uh, <laughs> How much damage did you do, Hogan? It was 21, 22. Holy shit! That, el- that elk's mean. <laughs> Damn, dude. That elk's mean. <laughs> I'm living, bitch, yes. <laughs> now, the elk has nothing else it can do. Can it move? No, but and it can move back, though. It can still move. It already took a movement. It dashed. Oh, did it dash or did it. it well, I mean, it only went 20 feet, though. It can move back. Hmm? Through rough terrain, so it can move back 10 feet. Then. Oh, okay, Queen. Oh, the rules. <laughs> Our listeners know I don't play by the rules. Sometimes I try. <laughs> I don't try. <laughs> I'm ending the elk's turn. It can be there. It can move back 10 feet if it wants to. I really don't give a shit where it's at. Uh, the ground is shaking. And the shaking gets harder and harder. Oh, yeah. And from... Ooh, girl. From, <laughs> from the bushes and the trees comes an eight-foot-tall beast. Orange and blue in color, tusks coming out of its mouth. It looks like a... Uh, a savage, big What's orangutan. What's the name of this thing? Nah, I'm not telling you the name of it. Get out of here. Oh. Can we roll a check to see what it is? Like, if maybe we have a history check or something. Yeah, some shit? sure. Go ahead and roll me a... Would history make sense? Sure. History check. Okay. Or... Do I, oh. Oh, bitch, yes. Um, oh! 15 plus 7 is... 20... Two. Yeah, I'll give that to you. It's called a Balagora. And what is it? Uh, friends, that is a Balagora. A Balagora is a savage and brutal beast from the abyss. It, oh. It is a uh, gruesome being that uh, collects trophies. How do you spell that? It is B-A-R-L-G-U-R-A. It looks like a hulking orangutan with a gruesome drooping visage and tusks summoner variant what can you not interrupt him <laughs> well they have summoner variant no it's a is. big ape thing it stands okay. just oh, cool. under eight feet tall it is broad shoulders it weighs about 650 pounds this thing is meant to run fast and hit hard mm. and this thing and this specific one you can tell it has some scars on it this one's clearly been through some fights in its day and obviously, since it's still standing, it's won a lot of them. And it's a creature from the abyss. Correct. I speak abyssal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I forget y'all speak every language between everybody. <laughs> Everyone uh, has seven languages. You said... <laughs> you said it's B-A-R-L-G-U-R-A? Hey, yeah, Bar Lagora. I don't have the monster manual on D and D and Beyond, so it didn't come up. This thing is an ugly fucking beast. Uh, you can and see it in the monster think... manual that's in. Oh, it's conveniently on the desktop. <laughs> it is conveniently on the desktop. <laughs> Just don't look at this area. That is the stuff that you don't need to know. Um, is it possible? Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's the Bar It's Barley's turn, and it is his turn, and he's about to fuck some shit up. No, don't say that. <laughs> nah, he gon' he gonna do something. And I feel like he gets like seven attacks. 
Oh, what the fuck? Oh, I'm sorry. He gets three attacks. Okay, well. <laughs> so he moves up, and due to his huge feet, I'm not going to give him disadvantage on the ball bearings. He's going to walk right past those fuckers. Oh, he has big feet? He does have big feet. He's eight feet tall and 600 pounds. He's got to have big feet. That's sexy as fuck, yeah. I do. So he walks up, stomps, roars. <laughs> yes, daddy. And takes his first <laughs> attack at the elk standing next to him. No, my baby. And he's going to use his fist. Mark, you have the elk still pulled up, right? <laughs> yep. Okay. This laptop's getting really hot. Uh, does a 13 beat an elk's AC? A uh, 13... AC is 14. Ha, ha, ha. So he swings and misses the elk. <laughs> the elk with the impaled uh, bandit on his body. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then he takes his other hand and goes to swing at the elk again. What? He gets three attacks. These things are big Bullshit. and mean. Ah. Oh, he hit this fucker. <laughs> uh, 19 against your AC. <laughs> Damn. So he uh, comes down with his other fist, slams it into the elk, and does eight damage. Oh, that's rude. First, he's hitting our baby. And he's not done, unless the elk is dead. No, the elk has like 40-something. The elk has 42 HP. (gasps) Yeah, because I have 44. Damn. All right. So he comes down. Uh, do you need me to, t- to track the uh, elk's yes. hit points, Mark? It has 43, you said? Yes. All right. Minus 8. 35. And then it's going to bite the elk. Okay. First of all, I need you to chill. <laughs> no, that's not necessary. <laughs> Don't bite my child. Bite the elk. Uh, 19 against AC again. <laughs> and this time it's 2d6 plus 4. Holy shit. 3, 5, 8 plus 4, 12 more damage. I have almost halved the poor thing's hit points. And I'm just going to make sure. So is there. What's prone? Prone is when it's knocked on its back. Like it's laying down. And Uh, uh, then, oh, you guys are going to love this. Because of proximity, can't the elk do a turn? No. It would have to move out of its, uh, like an opportunity attack is when you move out of, uh, like, uh, Uh, physical, like, yeah. Uh, whenever you move out of melee. Uh, that's it. Perfect. Yeah, whenever you move out of melee, that's when it can do it. But this this guy's not going to move out of melee. This guy's going to stay there and he's ready to fight. Except he's going to cast a spell. Bitch what? has spells! It has spells. And it's got a spell that you guys are going to be so excited about. I'm really happy about this. And I'm going to look it up to make sure I cast it correctly. But he's going to cast Fucking invisibility bacon. on himself. Oh, you're a cunt. I have to get creative. You guys are, are hard enemies. 
I have to give you a challenge. <laughs> you gonna make us sweat today? Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's not on the spell sh- on the sheet for him. I promise you, it is. And we have yes, it is. Look, first of all, stop cheating. Uh, we're gonna end our episode here, though. Uh, we are well past our hour, and I think an invisible enemy. Is oh, per- it's on the next side. My bad. An invisible enemy is the perfect time to end this episode. So join us next time to see how they fare against this invisible beast. Yeah. Uh, Till then, thank you for listening, everybody. I am Chris, your DM. You can find me on Twitter at Chris the DM. That's Chris with a K. And you can find the podcast on Twitter at Roll Gay Roll Play. And by the time this airs, I will have at least something posted on Twitter, like a map or an item or something. I promise I'll tweet more, guys. <laughs> and I'm Tisha. You can find me on Instagram at the number one, Tish, the number one. You can also now find the podcast on Instagram at <laughs> roll, that's R-O-L-L, gay, like Jonathan, uh, roll, <laughs> R-O-L-E, play. Like, that's it. Just roll gay, roll play. Cool. I'm Jonathan, and I play Saint <laughs> Evil Laurent. Um, I'm like preemptively laughing because I know you're going to be funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm your favorite faggot around the corner, Jonathan. Um, and I can be found. Oh, plot twist! I had to change my Instagram because my kids found my Instagram, my super gay ass Instagram. Um, ah! <laughs> So I am now at, hold on. Now they're going to learn my middle name and I'm a little stoked. Euphagina. It's Eugene. Oh, girl, what? <laughs> it's Eugene. not Euphagina. That's what oh, I thought it was. Okay. No, no, it's Eugene. Eugene underscore J90, the number 90. I mean, I was close. So Eugene is E-U-G-E-N-E underscore J90. And that's how you can find me, Jonathan. The end. <laughs> Mark? Your kids found your Instagram? Oh, you are fixated, aren't you? Um, okay, so yes. <laughs> that's interesting. Anyway, I'm Mark. I play Hogum, and you can find me on Twitter at Hogumagogol. He even has a profile Peace. pic now. Which Chris did for me. You're oh, welcome. that's so sweet of you. That's so sweet. All right, everyone. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Love Bye. you. Bye. Clap, clap, clap. Do 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 do.